What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is the Hello and welcome truth. back to the Uncomfortable Truth. This is a new season. This is season four. We are, guys, this is episode 151, I think. Should be. Cause I think it is. I think we've got 50 per, ep per yeah. season. There may have been a, one of the seasons where we only did 49 on accident or something. I don't remember and just labeled them wrong, but we're just going to call it 151. 151. Welcome wow. back. We are glad. We're That's glad to be here. We're glad you guys are here. Um, appreciate you joining us. We're going to say this in the beginning. Hey, help us reach more people for Jesus. Hit those buttons at the bottom and share the podcast. Obi's got an uncomfortable intro today that he wants to enlighten our lives with. Enlighten. Enlighten. That's a good word. Well, is it going to enlighten? I've built you up. You know, Don't let us down. It's, it's definitely not as uncomfortable as some of our uncomfortable intros. I just yeah. think that there's always a lot of discomfort in turning over to January 1st of any given year. You know, so, yeah. it, and, and I feel like that that discomfort has elevated and just become a little bit more uncomfortable uh, the older that we get. Mm -hmm. And because it's another year gone, you know, and it's another year. I mean, we could all argue that we're kind of in the second half of, of yeah, our life. Yeah. Oh, 1000%. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, if I, you're looking at statistics. Yeah. You know, you know uh, I'm, <coughs> I'm, I'm right on the, on the, the brink there, I think. What thirty eight and I turned thirty eight today. By the way, um, happy birthday! It's my birthday. Season, episode three, season one. Uh, we thought, what better day to uh, season season four episode season one. four episode yeah, one? That's uncomfortable. What, what better day? <laughs> I'm glad you remember your birthday. I do remember that. <laughs> what better day to kick off a new season than uh, than arguably the best day of the year? You know. <laughs> is that your uncomfortable Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> how no. many how many of you guys out there have already ditched your new year's resolutions uh i can say that i have not okay Although I, I don't i don't make any i don't do resolutions uh i tried uh, i mean they fall to the wayside if, yeah if i've if i've got something that i'm serious about it's 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 gonna have to kind of be a lifestyle change that i'm that i'm yeah. really committing to yeah um, but I just think, I, I was just thinking that it's uncomfortable going in, coming into a new year, mm -hmm. you know, and, and can be, you know, the unknown. Yeah. I think, I think it, I think it just re, I think it requires that most folks kind of take a deep dive into their lives and they think about self-examine. Yeah. It's just, a, it's a, it's a really big self-examination. And that does, you're right. That does get more uncomfortable the older that you get because we know that we have less and less time. We're not promised tomorrow, but we know that a year a year later is less. That's right. It's less and it's less and it's closer you're getting to not being here anymore. That's but right. The most valuable resource that we have is uh, is passing by for another year, and it's mm -hmm. like it's in your face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In that moment, you know, yeah. and you don't and think about that stuff when you're fifteen, brother, twenty, not at 25, all. 30. You, you really don't. No, you think about I can't wait till I'm 20. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. you, you, you now you're thinking I wish I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> and knew what I knew now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you so. could go back and change anything, if people say this question like if you could go back and change anything, what would you change? 
and I always think like, I, I mean, I, I was pretty dumb. <laughs> like if I could go back and change something, I don't think I'd be smart enough to change it. But if I could take the knowledge that I have right now and go back, that you know, that'd be cool. That would yeah, be cool that for sure. Cool. Well, uh, I'm going to kick off the season, uh, season four. We're going to super excited to be back in the studio, um, back trying to really spread some Jesus and and just see how many folks we can get to uh, hear ultimately the name of Jesus and and why we believe uh, that he is our savior and that he is the only way to heaven. And, um, you know, we, we, it's, it's the reason we started this podcast is because we wanted to spread that in a big way. Um, we have taken baby steps, but we've been committed and mm-hmm. um, the Lord's really convicted all of us to continue this, this ministry. And uh, I'm going to call it a ministry. Now I feel like that we, we have, um, you know, just continued to be uh, diligent in, in our efforts. And, and, and so we're going to keep doing it. Uh, as long as it's in God's will, we're going to keep uh, spreading his name and, and do it in a way that, um, that hopefully honors him in a big way. But, you know, today, um, as, as usual with me, whenever I'm, I'm talking about you know, maybe a topic or a subject it usually derives from a book that I've read or something that I've researched here lately. And um, one of the books that I've read recently is a book that Brandon gave me. Um, and you can certainly, uh, it, it's more of a business book, I guess you could say, but there are so many parallels with, um, with how Jesus calls us to live within this book. Um, the book is, is called the go giver. Uh, Shane, have you read this? Yes. Uh, I have read about two and a half chapters of it. Okay. This is a a common habit of mine of (laughs) getting through a book and then just not following through. Yeah. When Obi (laughs) sent me that book, I I audio booked, booked it and I I couldn't put it down. Okay. I mean, it was, I thought it was, but I'm an audio guy, you know, if I had to read it, I would have made it through two and a half chapters. Let, let me ask you though. Because I know your brain is similar to mine in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. When you're audio booking, are you in your vehicle? For um, the most part? No. Okay. No, most of the time I was not in my vehicle. And um, are you able to lock in and focus on this book? For or? sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was laying in my front room for probably two uh, two hours of it. Listening, locked in. Mm-hmm. That's what I have the hardest time doing mm-hmm. on the listening thing because I'm usually in my truck and then. Sure. Phone Calls rings. are coming in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it and it just happened to be like Sunday afternoon type of deal. Okay. You know, like there was there wasn't a whole lot going on okay. at the time. So I made it a point. I've had to make it a point to if I'm gonna listen to a book, listen to the book. Sure. Right. Like don't jump right. back and forth. That didn't do anything do do any good. And that uh, that may involve really deciding where you're going to listen to it. Yeah. Right. You know, I yeah. thought it was a great book. Anyway, super great book. Um very great book. I'm 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 very uh, excited that, that Brandon gave me this book. I immediately dove into it. And, you know, the, the little subtitle here says a little short, a little short story about a powerful business idea. Um, and again, the title's called The Go-Giver. It's by Bob Berg and John David Mann. Um, this book outlines what the book calls the Five Laws of Stratospheric Success. Um, 
you know, when I saw that word stratospheric, I was thinking like, you know, something like the atmosphere. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know what really strat. I mean, come to find out, stratospheric is just a a word for extreme. You know, a word for high level, a high level of success. Um, and and basically, this book outlines what these authors and what they've learned to. Um, basically incorporate into their lives as just laws to live by for overall success, not in just business, but in life. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to talk about those five laws, but I really want to hone in on the very first one. Um, you know, so the, the five laws that these guys argue will create stratospheric success in your life. Number one is the law of value. Um, you know, their definition of the, the law of value is that your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Okay. And we're going to come back to that. Um, but that's, that's the one that I really kind of want to hit on today. The second is, uh, you know, this is a business book. Uh, so naturally it talks about compensation is the law of compensation your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. Um, I would absolutely argue that that is very true. Uh, it's, it's certainly come to uh, be the case in my life. And uh, the, the third law is the law of, in, the law of influence. And uh, it states that your influence is determined by how... Um, abundantly you play or I'm sorry let's see here yes your influence is determined by how abundantly you place others interest first how abundantly you place others interest first the law of authenticity authenticity I always authenticity struggle, I always yeah. struggle to it's say a tough that word. one um that law states that the most valuable gift that you have to offer the world or to any type of uh, business interaction is yourself. Okay, you you are authentic, and that's the most valuable gift that you have. And then the last law is the law of receptivity. Um, the key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. Okay, uh, Sean and I talked about that that law a little bit. Um, basically. When I think about that law, the very first thing that I thought about was Courtney, um, mm. because she she always says, "Don't steal my blessing." Yeah, the blessing of of giving whatever it is that she may be giving. It's a real thing, moment. and it's it's a you know it it may be as you know it, it it can be something simple, it can be something profound, but nonetheless, it's the blessing that you're giving to them and. And if you're like not willing to accept it and receive it, mm-hmm. then you're stealing that blessing from yeah. them. Yeah. And and um, anyway, that's uh, th- when I was reading that chapter, I was <laughs> thinking about her. But, yeah. Um, because she taught me something in that. Yeah. And and because I'm I'm prone to not receive. Yeah. Those gifts, I, because I just I, I almost feel like guilty or yeah, not not uh, worthy or yeah. deserving of it. Yeah. Um, you know, and and anyway, it's 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 a neat like dinner, an example. Who's who's going to get the check? Right. Like, yeah. You know, when you're younger, you're patting your you're patting your pockets, waiting for the first one to pull the wallet. <laughs> yeah. Out. yeah. Who, who's going to pay? Dad, Dad, uh, you want me to get this? Dad, 
<laughs> no, son, I got it. <laughs> Don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> and you're secretly going, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I had enough on my account for that. Maybe. 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 Maybe not. And then as you get older, you want to give those blessings. You want to pay for people's dinner. It's a very simple example. That is. That and, is. and if I offer, let me. If you offer, I want to work on letting you. Exactly. Not like, no, I got it. You got it. I got it. I got it. Give me the bill. <laughs> exactly. You know, just yeah. receive the gift. It's a blessing. Receive the gift. It's a blessing that we were able to just flow through us that Jesus, because Jesus blesses us. That's right. That's <coughs> right. It's obvious that like in that moment, God is work. God is, is, is speaking to whoever is doing the mm-hmm. giving, providing yeah. the blessing. And so who are you to take that? You mm-hmm. know, uh, a lot of the book is in alignment with scripture and is. how we're supposed to serve and love and help one another. Right. I yeah. mean, um, and it just kind of validates whenever you do these things and you're exhibiting the characteristics of Jesus Christ and you do them diligently, then you're going to be successful, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not a coincidence, right? That's right. It's, it's the, it's the way that God calls us to be. And, and again, success is, is measured in so many different metrics, uh, so, I mean, like when you say you're going to be successful, um, you know, that it's, it's measured in so many different ways. But at the end of the day, you're going to be successful in whatever measure that metric is in, in your life. Yeah. And and so I do believe that. And and but I want to go back to the origin, the, the first law, which is the law of value. And, um, you know. The, the law of value, again, it states your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. And, you know, I really kind of wanted to kind of analyze how that specifically lines up with Scripture. And, um, and I feel like that there's a lot of parallels with that particular law. I mean, we, we see all the, the Josh Hamilton bracelets. I am second. You know, I think Sean has one on right now. You're 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 putting yourself second. Mm-hmm. You're you're always putting yourself. Um, you're putting others ahead of yourself, and I feel like that that's what this law speaks to. I feel like you you're you're determined. Your worth is determined by how much value that you're giving, and not what you're taking. And I feel like that in our world today, that. It's all about taking. I feel like it's all about accumulation, consumption. It's all about how much can can you acquire? How can I further me? How can I further so me? So much so that we don't even know it's happening anymore. Like right. that we just, when I say we, put I in there, we just blindly walk through everything that we have to do today. And it's all about us. It's all about me. And not even being so blinded by that, not even feeling any kind of conviction that I just spent an entire day and didn't see a single soul around me. Right. That's convicting, and it should be convicting. Absolutely. But we're, we have our, our horse blinders on to where we're just seeing what's right in front of us. And it's just like we're looking in a mirror. Oh, what's going to be good for me? I, everything I got to get done today. The Lord presents us with opportunities every day. Mm-hmm. If we're looking for them, if we're asking for them, he will put people in our lives. 
to connect with, to lead to him. And, and like you said, we're blinded by it. Yeah, we're totally uh, blinded. Um, it, it, and it's and it's a it it's it's because of the habits that we've created um, and and the mm-hmm. the brainwashing that we've bought into. If we're gonna know? break that, it is very intentional. It's, you're you're gonna have to be intentional, and I would argue that you're going to have to really dedicate to dedicate your life to living more like Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how did Jesus live? I mean, how did Jesus live? Well, he taught, he taught us, he coached us, he preached, he healed. He, I mean, he literally, um, fed us. Mm. He, he fed, he fed his people. Um, you know, at the end of the day, he went to the cross for them. He went to the cross for his people and he's every, his entire life was dedicated to serving the people that were in, that yeah. were in his life and all of the people that were on the planet. It's interesting. <laughs> like if you look at his life, his me time was God time. That's right. That's where he knew that his value was, was the most when he had to pull away from people. It was spent with his father mm-hmm. to benefit him. That's exactly right, and it's the same. That's a great example for us. It was it was so that he could serve us better, you mm-hmm. know, and um, and and so I mean, the law of value is to me, uh, you know, one of the most paralleled with scripture laws of the Go Giver book uh, than any of the other laws because it you get what you give. Um, and, and, and giving is so much more important, you know, and, and, and if you, if you desire to, uh, make a difference for the kingdom, then you have to put yourself second. It's, it's just what we do. Um, and so I just want to encourage, uh, you know, the folks that are listening today that you are literally, every time you turn on your phone, the TV, any anything that you do generally is going to push you closer and closer toward a life of self-righteousness and toward a life of selfish ambition. Uh, how can I get more? How can I acquire more? How can I, 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 I? And um, if, you do, if you want to live a life of, of according to the book, uh, stratospheric success, if you want to live a life that honors Jesus, um, then you have to be intentional, like Shane said, about um, really focusing on how you can bring others value. Bring others value, one hundred percent. That's so good. We're not meant to just focus on ourselves. No, that's no. a that's a <clears throat> not a great way to live. And at at the end of life. If we viewed every day as the end of life, I think our perspectives would change quite a bit. Sure. If we really had that that true view that this minute could be my last minute. This hour, this day could be my last minute. How would I I ask myself that question sometimes. How would I live if today was my last day? Sean, if I gave you uh if I had ten million dollars to give you and I said this is yours, would you take it? No no strings attached. I got ten million in a couple of briefcases here. I don't know like how big that would be. It'd be kind of <laughs> heavy too. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a lot. Of, 
I don't think a lot of people realize like how, how much <laughs> that would weigh, but I said, I got it. I load it up in your truck when we get done. No strings attached. Would you take it? Like literally, no strings yeah, attached. Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably feel like you you robbed a big bank or something. Yeah. I'd, I'd be a little worried. But, it, but if you could <laughs> confirm that no strings were attached, would you take it? If I won the lottery and won a billion dollars, yeah. yeah. and I said, "Here's ten, I love you. I want you to. Here's ten million dollars." I would I would take it with. Uh, there would have to be some stipulations. I'd be like, "I okay. need you. I need you to help me make sure that we're using this money for God's okay. kingdom." I mean, there would have to be like. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't just be like, "All right, man, I'm out." You know, and, I'm going somewhere. Yeah, with this. thank, okay. thank you. You know, now, now, if I had that same ten million, and I said, uh, "This is yours to do with whatever you want," but you don't get tomorrow anymore, would you take it? Um, absolutely not. No. So does that mean that tomorrow's worth ten million dollars to you? It's priceless. It's worth more than that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we put the value. Another thing I wanted to mention was, I think we convolute our lives too on the focus on me to the focus on we, but we excluding other people and we being our family. Mm -hmm. I think us dudes, and I know I do this is like, I'm doing all this for my family. Well, there's how many other people in the world? Right. Like, and so if our focus is on only family and nothing else, and I'm, I'm building all this wealth, and I'm doing these things, and I'm hustling, and I'm doing this thing for my family, that's just as selfish to me as me doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I really want to challenge our listeners to see people, to see see people see hurt see yeah and how how can you provide that person everybody how can you provide them with value sure Mm -hmm. how can you make them feel worthy and Mm -hmm. how can you spread how can you make them feel like they just got a little bit of a a small piece of jesus when they yeah interacted with you you know and and uh you know that that's that's my goal my goal every day is to try and be a little bit more like Jesus. Well, yeah. the only way that I can do that is to provide value to people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's it. There's a lot of brokenness out there, you know, and um, we need to be looking for ways to help. I think I think recognizing that and, and just attempting to be the hands and feet of Jesus every day and knowing that that value is worth. When you put out that value, you're just – you're going to be fine. You, and, and filled. Yes. And filled. You're gonna, your yeah. cup is going to be filled, and you're yeah. going to be fine, and, 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 and the Lord's going to take care of you. And it's a really difficult thing to just grasp that mm-hmm. uh, because, we're, again, we're just so brainwashed into thinking that we have to – we just have to conquer, yeah. you know. And, it, yeah, you can conquer. Mm-hmm. Do it this way. Yeah. Do do it by providing more value and by bringing by, people value. That's right, and mm-hmm. by by being an influence in people's lives and being authentic, and being being who God created you to be. Um, Amen. So Good stuff. I, I just wanted to encourage our our listeners with, uh, you know, to go out and, you know what, forget about yourself for a minute. And there's a lot of people out there that need you. They need you specifically. Yeah. Like you may be the only person that can reach them for Jesus. That's right. That's right. Thanks for joining us today. Great topic, Obi. The Law of Value. If you want to read that book, The Go-Giver. The Go-Giver. Who, who's the author? 
Bob Berg and John David Mann. We got two authors here. All right, check that book. book out. Throw it on the audio, or if you're a if you're a physical reader, super read. super easy read. It looks uh, uh, pretty small yeah, too. Like yeah, the audio book is uh, free on YouTube. Is it really? Mm-hmm. And how long does it take you to listen lot. to it? About four hours. That's not bad. And if you if a lot of times like these books, if you purchase them, you can speed them up to like one point three, one point four, and still intake mm-hmm. all the information yeah. well and cut that time down to two and a half, three hours. Yeah, sure. So. It's great for people like me and you. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I literally was listening, and I'll finish after this. I was listening to a book the other day called Deep Work, and it's all about the art of true focus. Mm-hmm. And as I'm listening to it, I'm doing eight other things. <laughs> I'm like, and I find myself, I'm, this is ridiculous. Shane, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Stop. It's you're, like, you're, you're completely, I mean, this is why you're reading. The, you're literally like, reading the book for the reasons that you can't I thought, read it. I thought, dude, you're an oxymoron right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. Remember, love love God. No, that's the wrong outro. <laughs> okay. I've got too many things going on. Been a little while. Uh, kick the day in the, go kick the day in the face. Yes. And we'll catch you on like, the next one. Like, like subscribe. Share, subscribe, do all those things, you know. All right. Have a great one. See you. See you.